Hello, this is Chad Walls, and you are listening to the Building Walls Podcast. Another dollar, another day, or another day, another dollar. What is that saying? I don't even know, but it's the Building Walls Podcast. <laughs> Building Walls. Uh, what is that saying? Is it another day, another dollar, right? Another day, yeah. another dollar. Yeah, that, that's right. Uh, so another tragic ending in politics in America. So funny. Let's jump right into it. The weekly rant. Let's go. So how funny is it that last week we talk about there's something new every week that comes from some scuttle from the left. And we knew this was coming, right? But something new has to come every week. So we haven't had to talk about COVID really in the news for a few weeks now because of everything else going on or the riots better yet. Right. Haven't had to bring up the riots or the pro protests because everything that's been going on. And now we have Amy Comey Barrett nominated to the Supreme court. Mm. What a shame that even though this has happened 29 times in an election year that we now have to make a big deal about it because it wasn't enough that these political parties play politics every time when something like this happens. But now we have to really make a big deal about it because we want to try to avert from the everything else going on, right? We don't want to talk about how the death rate is falling drastically with the coronavirus or the Gina virus, right? We don't want to talk about all the rioting and protesting going on. We want to talk about how, we're not going to talk about Amy Comey Barrett on her merits. That would, that would just make too much sense. Mm. Instead, we have to talk about how she adopted two black kids who aren't, I mean, black kids in the way that we see it are black people in America. She adopted two Nigerian kids that were both mal, malnourished and is now caring for them. And they'll live because she adopted them. But that's bad. She's a racist because of that. When's the last time a racist person has adopted a black kid? I didn't know that that was part of the definition. Hmm. Why does that make someone racist? How stupid is this? It's all so stupid. That is literally the main point that I've seen over and over again is people coming out. Amy Comey Barrett's racist because she adopted black kids. What? She saved their lives. I don't get it anymore. I don't get it. Cultural appropriation. That's the that's the phrase. Cultural canceled. Cultural canceled. Cultural appropriation is canceled. Canceled on this show. Dude, I will tell you what, man. That's a good point, and and we do have a lot to uncover today and unpack. I can't wait to get your opinions on this. We are fresh, hot off of the first presidential debate Mm. of the 2020 election between none other than former Vice President. Joe Sleepy Biden, and the heavyweight contender, current president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, hey, Chris, you know, were you at the dinner last night when Uncle Joe and Uncle Don got, got into a fight with each other? Like every time we all, we all meet up as a family? That's wrong. That's wrong. It's <laughs> wrong. I mean, Literally, it's like a family You're gathering. You're wrong, Chad. And, I'm just going to keep talking over you, you every time you talk. Uncles. Yeah, exactly. Just, you, have, <laughs> you have the two uncles fighting with each other. Could you just stop talking right now? 
Would you? Can, you're a clown. You're you know, a clown. Chris. Could you just make amends <laughs> with mom, please? <laughs> I was like, I, I literally looked at my wife and I was like, "Wow, this is gonna be." You know, we're ten minutes in, and that's all they're doing is talking at each other and talking over each other. And dude, I'll tell you, I you know here I'm gonna get transparent. You know, I think anybody who's listened to the show or knows that you know we lean to the conservative side. We're definitely Maybe a little Trump bit. guys. Yeah, we're Trump guys. Uh, I was not happy last night. I, I will flat out say I was, I was very, very frustrated and disappointed in the president. And it's not that I don't think he's a good guy or I don't think he has good things to say or anything. It was just for the love of all that's holy. Is there no one around him, the president, in his team that said your number one strategy is to get Joe talking? Why, we're forever we've been saying Joe's in his basement. Joe's hiding. He doesn't want to answer questions. He's put a lid <laughs> on the number of media you know, uh, interactions. And he's he still didn't talking. answer any questions. but <laughs> he's not, and, and we know that because when he does talk, everybody kind of looks at each other and is like, oh, God. Uh, and he has to stare down at the script is? that's on his podium. Yeah. And, 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 but w- when you continually interrupt him, and you continually challenge him and keep re-asking different questions, it's not helping the cause. It makes you look like an asshole. And then you're fighting with the moderator. I mean, yes, I get it. It was two on one. I'm sh- Look, dude, I get it. If someone's standing there and they're bold-faced lying, uh, you know, about, you know, whatever, about stuff that you've done, or how you handle things that are they're flat out making up lies, and then you call them on something else, and then they lie about that. I I think I would get frustrated too, and it was evident that that Donald was uh, pretty upset, pretty disappointed in uh, Joe, and and you know what? They both probably the problem is they don't even know they're lying because he shy confuses and like and argues that it's like what we asked the other day: what is truth? We, we don't even know what truth is. We don't even know where we're at anymore because these people have said so many things they don't even know what's real anymore. Like here's one: Did Hunter Biden get three point five million? Donald Trump says that's true. A lot of people go that's fact, and what did Biden say? That's a lie. That's so, not true. So did you get the money or did you not get the money? Here's what's crazy about stuff like that, right? Is Things such as that came up in the debate, and Chris Wallace says nothing about it. I know. I but mean, well, Donald Trump says something that skews from the truth at all, and Chris Wallace challenged, challenged him on it almost every time. So it's very interesting to see that, and I'm with you 100%. I literally shut it off after 15 minutes because it was annoying. But mm. here's – the more I think about it, here's the two points I came with is that's Donald Trump. That's always been Donald Trump. That was Donald Trump in 2016 and any other time that he's on that stage, right? But what we noticed is that because Donald Trump was doing that, Joe Biden could not control himself. He starts calling him a clown. Uh, my favorite line of the oh, whole racist. night was uh, – <laughs> Trump looks at Joe Biden within the first 10 minutes and says, let me finish. Joe says, you don't know how to finish. And Trump goes, you'd be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) So Donald Trump, he is a buffoon when he gets on the stage like this. 
And that's who Donald Trump is. He does it on pur purpose. And that's always been Donald Trump. But what we saw is Joe Biden literally gave us close to zero answers on anything. Joe Biden doesn't even know how the Green New Deal works. I mean, Joe Biden doesn't know anything. He doesn't understand well, anything. And he's been doing but, it for 47 years. To, you know, but you, I think you have to agree, though. He didn't look as bad as I was expecting him to look. No, because to your know. point exactly, Trump didn't let him talk enough. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think he made the, you know his points, you know, that he was going to make. My follow up, my my frustration was in the follow up. You know, Biden gets up there and he says, "I am the Democratic Party. Mm, mm -hmm. I'm the head of the Democratic Party. I am the Democratic Party." That's what I'm saying. Trump was getting him flustered, and he was saying and stupid then, things like that. And then he turns around and he's like, you know, well, you're attached with the Green New Deal. And he goes, no, I have my Biden deal. Well, the next logical question <clears throat> is, okay, Joe, I, I hear you. Tell me what the difference is between the Green New Deal, which we all have seen and, and rolled out that's on your website, and the Biden deal that is what you're saying right now. What is the difference between the Green that's New Deal and the Biden deal? From the moderator. From the, correct. Why didn't Chris Wallace ask that question? Right, but then because Chris to Wallace. Me, that's a normal, natural, like, okay, we're trying to uncover in a course of a yeah. debate, I'm trying to uncover enough information to compare and contrast these two candidates. And one candidate says, I'm different than what my opponent is and what my party <laughs> is. And I just want to know well, what, what are you different? Like, where? What part? What, what specifically? And you know what? He won't say it because Donald Trump had him dead to rights. You know what Donald Trump did last night? Here's what I think he did. He didn't win any independent votes. If you weren't voting for Donald Trump, you weren't going to be like, oh, wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, that was a great debate. I think I'm going to vote for Donald Trump today. That's all he did. He, he pandered to his base. If you were exactly already voting for did. Donald Trump, he's playing his base. And you know what? Getting him fired up and like, that's right. And you know what he did to to Biden, he tried to split his base. He's going after going, you're, you're, you're losing the left. You're losing your far socialist left. You've lost them. They're gone. How many times did Donald Trump say that last night? How many times did he get him to try to stay on the record and say, I'm not part of the socialist wing. I don't like Bernie Sanders. I don't agree with the manifesto. He's trying to split the democratic party. And quite frankly, I think you did. Yeah, so that was, it's funny. That's, that was my second point that I forgot to mention is I think Donald Trump was trying to get under his skin and set him up for the next two debates because mm -hmm. now they don't know how to, how to go after Trump because he'll change on a whim. We might see him in the next debate just kind of sitting back, right? I mean, he probably won't. But think about Joe Biden going into the next one now. That guy might be 30 days from dying. Who knows? So mm -hmm. he's probably getting a little flustered. He doesn't really know how to handle himself next, next time. He's probably lost a little bit of confidence, right? Because, I mean, I don't like how Trump handled any of it. And that's what the Democrats do every single time is Joe Biden. I forget what question he was asked. It was... It was either the first one about Amy Comey Bear or the second one. And Joe Biden, after he asks, gets asked the question, goes, I want you to come out and vote. 
I think that this year, getting our people to come out there and vote, I'm thinking to myself, what, what does this have to do with anything? Answer the question, Joe. Yeah, Are you gonna Chris, pack the court? Chris, Chris Wallace, yeah, Chris Wallace never said that, but he asked Donald Trump about his tax returns and says, did you or did you not pay $750 in income tax? Trump says, I paid millions of dollars in income tax. He said, just answer the question. Did you or did you not pay $750 in income tax? Like, why are we hammering him on that when the truth of this matter is, is that in the state of New York or wherever he was, there's a adjusted minimum tax, I think is the name of it. So no matter what you have to pay income taxes, if you make X amount of dollars or have X amount of revenue, you have to pay a minimum tax. Over the course of 2010 to 2017, Trump paid $24.3 million in adjusted minimum tax, which is an income tax. It's just not part of the income tax because it's if you don't meet the requirements to pay X amount, well, because of your revenue, you're going to pay this adjusted uh, this adjusted tax. So he paid income tax. It's just not explicitly called income tax. It's called adjusted yeah. minimum tax. I love, you know, and honestly, I do. I like the fact that uh, Trump, Trump his was, answer was, he was like, you know what, you, you know, Joe, you've been here for 47 years. You're the one that made this tax policy. You yeah. and your cohorts. Spot on. And, and, and I followed the rules that you made up. Right. And you know, what are you mad that I beat you at your own game? Right. You know, and, he, and basically what Biden's trying to do is just trying, trying to show like, see, and, and I've heard Biden talk enough now that I've, I've figured out his angle is it's the, the Scranton versus the Park, you know, Avenue people. And, right. And he, he's trying to, he looks down on you. He doesn't care about you. He hasn't done anything for you, which quite frankly is just laughable because honestly, you know, whether or not this is going back to, you know, you, you may not like Donald Trump. I, I certainly did not enjoy his demeanor last night. As, uh, as an American, I felt embarrassed. I was like, wow, is, is this really uh, the, the exchange that we're going for here? And without being able to articulate your ideas in a manner that doesn't require constant interruption and like throwing a temper tantrum? Okay, fine. <laughs> But it doesn't change the fact that I still agree with Donald Trump's policies, the policies that led to a great economy. And you know what? Here's the thing. Biden said, we're sicker, we're poorer, we're more divided, all these things. And I was like, actually, in the last four years. That's 100% incorrect. I'm healthier than I've ever been. Fake I'm, news. I'm, I'm richer than I've ever been. Uh, I'm happier than I've ever been. I have more choices than I've ever had before in my life. Uh, and I don't know, maybe it's just the circumstances of, you know, being in my uh, early forties and kind of coming into my own and owning a company and doing Cause you're a white male. I'm a white male. There it is. <laughs> yeah. We, we all know that. Let's that be was honest, coming. Chris. It's your uh, white privilege. But, but, and so, well, that would be shocking. Like, but I think I have friends who are, uh, African-American who could also say that they are healthier they have more choices. They've moved to better areas. Uh, they have uh, more money than they've ever had before. And they have more peace in their life. And, and the people who are fighting the most are the ones who are not getting with the program who don't want to work. They don't, they don't know what to do. They, they miss education opportunities. They, they want to blame everybody else 
for their shortcomings. And you know what? America doesn't do that. America. America does not allow for bullshit. You have to show up and work. It is not handed to you. Yeah, I don't I don't think if people on the left know this, and I could be way off, but <clears throat> here's why I, I think Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are on the ticket this year. And first off, what I want to say is with Joe Biden, the only person I care about who's from Scranton is Michael Scott. Right. Anyone besides Michael Scott and anyone who works at the office, I don't even care. So I think that Thunder they do Mifflin, this ticket because typically a president stays in office for both the terms. Very, very rarely do we have a one-term president. So Joe Biden is a, and Kamala Harris are putting the, the stark contrast out there, right? I mean, they're just, they're just way off, right? We don't want to waste our ticket on somebody who we actually think is a legit candidate. So let's throw all the scrubs out there, right? You, you we know Joe Biden's probably going to win. The, what's up? You think they're throwing the B team up there? <clears throat> I think so, because I don't think Joe Biden has a chance. But what's, so what's funny, I don't know how many people who listen to this show or even know me know this. In 2008, I voted for Barack Obama. 12 years ago, I was That's 18 it, years out. old. I can't do the same way. I'm out. <laughs> so <laughs> Barack Obama sure. was saying everything right. A lot of the things he talked about made sense. He sounded good. And his opponent was John McCain, who, mm. like Joe Biden, was any day from dying. And then what happens from January 21st of 2009 to January 21st of 2013 is everything that Barack Obama said he was going to do and talked about never happened. If he did anything, it was more extreme or he just didn't do it at all, right? He gave us the uh, Affordable Care Act, which required that you got health insurance or you got penalized. So, yeah. of course, more people are insured. Of course they are. You're forcing them to do it. If you're forced to do something, you're probably more apt to do it, right? Or else I'm going to fine you thousands of dollars. And then what it also did was it took those people who couldn't afford it and it gave them an easier way to get healthcare for free, which by the way, let's talk about this real, real quick. Cause this is a big point that Joe Biden kept going home and Trump was right. Individual mandate. We got rid of it. It makes sense. Insurance prices have gone down. Insurance has been more affordable to everyone now because of that. So that was completely right. false. Biden or Obama said that wouldn't happen. Joe Biden was on board for it. He's still on board for it. That guy's such a moron. So they keep on saying the right things. They just never do the right thing is what we find out. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about healthcare real quick. I, this is something that I saw the other day and it got me going. Healthcare is not a right. Healthcare is a part of a service because somebody else is providing a service to you, right? Well, that's the fundamental difference. They, they, uh, the left believes that is a, a fundamental right that they should have as an American citizen or, quite frankly, just a human being because it doesn't matter if you're a citizen or not. They want to give it to illegals. Uh, so they believe that you are entitled and should have because of the moral 
uh, obligation as a society, we should absolutely have health care. Which we should, but it shouldn't be government mandated. Because it's well, not a question. right. Is, is when it's not government mandated, do people actually have it or do they suffer the consequences of a free market where, you know, if you have a pre-existing condition, obviously uh, when you run algorithms on risk and, you know, insurance, I mean, that's what insurance is. It's a, it's a, it's a, a, a leverage of risk. I mean, at the end I mean, of the day. It's a safeguard. And so if you got a whole bunch of people who have pre-existing conditions and they want to, you know, they all get together on the same plan, then of course it's going to cost more because it's more likely that they're all going to need healthcare. Right. Cause they have pre-existing conditions. Or if you go get, you know, 120 year olds who are all in perfect health uh, and, you know, aren't obese, don't have any existing conditions. Right. It's going to be catastrophic. less likely that they're going to actually need medical help. So let me ask you this. I was thinking about this. So what is a common service or a right, whatever you want to call it, that is provided to us that we can use to base this argument off of, right? Because it's healthcare is not a right. It's not in our Bill of Rights by the Constitution, which means it should not be government mandated. And I was thinking, well, what about police officers? I think we have you could a right say to police officer. Is that so, what you're well, asking? Well, is that a right? Is it a privilege? Is it a service? What is it, right? Because as 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 far as we know, we have a right to be protected is kind of where that comes from, right? Yeah. And what I was thinking to myself, because people will probably bring this up as as an argument. Well, we, we you know, we have a right to healthcare, but we don't have a right to the to the to the police. We should defund the police. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe in the Bill of Rights, it talks about as citizens, we have the right to form our own militia and stuff like that, right? And that's what the police academy or the police un- union is. It's us paying taxes so that we can be protected locally by law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that makes sense, but that's just kind of what I was thinking as something that people might use to rebuttal that argument. The difference is we have that right to protect ourselves and that's why we pay taxes for law enforcement. And I mean, I, I can definitely see that. Cause even and though someone's providing a service to us like healthcare, it is a right because our constitution says so. Yeah. I think you're good point, man. I mean, well, we're uh, trying to defund the police. And then I think what it really becomes is what's the cost you know, if you really break down what the cost of having police on the streets versus providing uh, health care for our community. So if you, mm-hmm. you would have to break it down just for sake of uh, analysis, pick a, you know, a small community and be like, what's the cost to have a, a doctor on hand? What's the cost to have and healthcare and medical equipment, et cetera, et cetera, uh, versus having, you know, a police station with uh, jail cells, and uh, you know, uh, officers to enforce the law, mm-hmm. law and order. Say it. Say the name. Law and order. <laughs> That's mm. fantastic. Well, this is interesting. Listen to this. I just googled archives.gov. 
So we don't have the right to the militia, but we have the right to bear arms. We know that second amendment. And that's, I mean, and that's what the purpose of that is, right? Protection, protection from our government, protection from foreign entities, all that stuff. Um, so this was interesting. The ninth amendment, it says, this is archives.gov, America's founding documents. So this is just a little snippet of it. It says the ninth amendment states the, that listing specific rights in the constitution does not mean that people do not have other rights that have not been spelled out. I'm just trying to think of things that someone would come and say, well, what about the ninth amendment? Right. <laughs> the bill of rights doesn't say that we don't have the right to healthcare. Like, okay, just cause we don't have the right to it. Doesn't mean we have the right to it by default. That's it. I'm coming to burn your house down. <laughs> but right. I mean, you, me and you both know this is how people on the left argue, right? You say something like that and they go, yeah, but what about the ninth amendment? It says that just, just because it's not spelled out here doesn't mean we don't have other rights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, just because it's spelled out there doesn't mean that we do have other rights. Let's not overcomplicate the situation. Right. It doesn't make it an automatic <laughs> default. You know, what's interesting. And uh, I saw Candace Owens say this in an interview, which uh, if you haven't checked out Candace Owens, I highly, highly recommend not only is she uh, absolutely fantastic to listen to, she is incredibly smart, articulate, uh, and really, really is bringing a, she, she's a woman and she's black and she's smart as all get out. Um, I mean, I could, I would vote, I would vote for Candace Owens for president right now. <laughs> that's, that's how awesome this woman is. And, uh, but she's, she's got a unique and canny, uh, uh, a very amazing way, uncanny way of explaining a narrative. And she's, she's ch straight up challenged the narrative that's being pushed down all of our throats. And then she's helping rewrite a stronger, better narrative, which is rooted in common sense. And uh, man, she said something yesterday that I was like, wow, just Wow. Ooh, what was it? Let's hear it. And I'm going to tell you that right after this, when I tell you about that, we're being brought to you this week by Upper Deck. <laughs> yes. Right uh, after our buddy, commercial break. Jason, right after my commercial, Jason Mashra. I talked to him yesterday on the phone. It was awesome. It is such a great time. Uh, we've we already a given a shout out to Jason at Upper Deck. I don't know, but I get two. Good, good he's for my him. Buddy. Good for him. He's my buddy. He's living in California. And uh, I asked him straight out, hey, are you going to move the company out of California? And he's like, nah, the weather's too nice here. <laughs> uh, Southern California. You got to live the dream there. It's awesome. So great. So anyway, uh, Candace Owens says, <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Uh, Candace Owens says, the, the challenge with the left is that they like to, they like to hide behind organizations that they they say are helping the situation but then they actually do not help the situation that they're they're fronting for in fact black lives matter is a statement that goes without saying of course black lives matter but then they have done nothing for black lives in fact they've done the opposite they've destroyed the neighborhoods with predominantly black uh citizens and they are causing more problems and and pushing the narrative and they're not doing anything and it's in the same vein as Planned Parenthood. 
Of course you should plan parenthood. Of course you should have some thought behind that. And then how ridiculous it that the left supports that organization who is killing babies. And, uh, and know, killing babies in minority communities. In the minority communities and, and actually promoting uh, methods to be able to do that. So it, they're organizations that on the surface have a great catchy market name that sound like they're doing something for the communities, but they're actually not. They're actually doing the exact opposite. And I was like, wow, that is, whew. Yeah, that's so true. And that I want to sums up the left as best as I could ever get. You know, they're like, we want to change everything. You know, they're like, because it's all about ideals, right? It's all about ideas. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what Joe said last night. That uh, Antifa is just an idea. But I'm saying ideals, right? They have these great ideals, right? It yeah. would, it would, theoretically, be awesome if we didn't have to have police. Because that means everyone's living in peace and harmony. But the, there's no real aspect to that in the world. So let me take that and just back you up a little bit on what you're saying and just provide a little more support, so to speak. So my thought when you're talking about Planned Parenthood first, when's the last time you drove through Birmingham in Michigan, Royal Oak, wherever else? really yesterday. nice neighborhoods well i i don't want to say royal oak because there's different parts of royal oak that are potentially sketchy but i'm Just talking about house, like sir. really nice neighborhoods when's the last time you drove through there and you saw a planned parenthood building yeah there you isn't. won't you won't find it but if you go to flint michigan off pearson road and i-75 it's somewhere around there you'll find a planned parenthood why because right down the streets you can donate plasma. So these, mm. these, these, these places are put in specific locations for specific reasons, right? I was in yeah. downtown Raleigh, North Carolina the other night. There's businesses <sighs> that have Black Lives Matter posters on the inside of their buildings. Guess what? They're also Forged. boarded up, burned down. Terrible. What about that makes any sense? It doesn't. And that's the problem because then they get past it and then they say, no, it's Trump's fault. This is Trump's America. Yeah. I mean, Joe Biden really said it's Trump's fault that the economy sucks, that we're in a recession, but that he should have done more for COVID. Yeah. It's... (laughs) It's easy to play armchair quarterback, you know, on, on uh, Tuesday morning, you know, and, and say what should have done or what, what should have happened in the football game in the same way that any politician is commenting on what we knew in January, February, and March is playing armchair politician. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. That's a, there's a reason for that saying too. So uh, yeah, I mean, when the when the Democrats were trying to uh, impeach Trump, they should have been worried about the coronavirus since Trump was stopping travel from China. Yeah, while he was I going mean, through all that. The reality is that what what Trump has done, for better or for worse, is he has exposed the level of deceit and and just the hunger for power of all people. Republicans and Democrats. Mm-hmm. All of this is about power. 
and who's going to be in control and who's going to be able to call the shots. And, 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 and it's crazy. And it's past the point of insanity. I mean, they literally have them dead rights on corruption all the way up to the president's office in the Obama administration on the incoming Trump administration. All of it's a hoax. All of it was made up. All of it was designed to just stir up anti-Trump uh, sentiment. The guy didn't, he hasn't had a fair shake yet. So is he pissed? Yes. Does he have a right to be? Yeah, I think so. I don't know how any one of us would have been able to handle any of the crap that he's had to put up with. And oh, by the way, it's because he does things differently and he doesn't play by the rules that the power people have set up for so long. And he's outside of those. And then they're like, well, you can't do it that way. And he's like, Watch I'm me. doing it that way. <laughs> and he's getting results. He had lowest unemployment. Everybody's working. Everybody's making money. Everybody's going on vacations. Everybody's living a dream. We're getting out of the wars. I mean, people, they even bring up the fact that he's been nominated in the three East. times for his, for his foreign policy <clears throat> that would, quote, unquote, never work. Because he was going to take us did. to war. But it did. Peace in the Middle East. North Korea has not even tested a, a, a nuclear weapon in over three years. That's incredible. That Think about is incredible. That. So as we wrap up here, let's take a minute and talk about that text message thread I sent you. How great was that, man? What about about that, man? The, the person calling me from Black Voters oh, of America, calling yeah. me Cassandra. Yeah, I get them all the time too. Whoever had my number before uh, was definitely part of uh, some political affiliations that I like to mess with. It's kind of fun. Yeah, I just keep it short now. I just say, is it okay if I still vote for Trump? And see what the response is. Usually it's absolutely, yeah. Can we help you with whatever? No, I'm all good. Thanks. I uh, <laughs> I usually don't. I, I honestly don't tell them. I just tell them I'm voting for Biden. And then they're like, oh, that's great news. And then they leave me alone. Right. And of I course, that's, get... how, that, that's how I know that, the, you know, because I know I'm not the only person out there who's doing that. That's why we all know that the polls are bullshit. You people keep right. going, who'd you vote for? Who are you going to vote for? Well, you know what? By the way, as we wrap up here today, I'll tell you what. I want to get a hold of Chuck Schumer. I would love to have a conversation with him because apparently Chuck. somewhere in his archives or his office, he has a crystal ball that he knows that a vote for the Supreme Court justice is a vote against America and against health care. <laughs> and it's a vote. Really? Where's the crystal ball? What else can you tell us? What else? What other fear-mongering things do you have? It's not on the table. You pick good people and you let them do their job. Here's what the Democrats do. If they don't get their way, they try to change the rules. Correct. Canceled. Are you going to pack the court? Are you going to pack the court? Canceled. Are you going to, are you going to, well, I'm not going to answer that. Okay. Because I don't want it to make it. Now go vote. But what you need to do, yeah, is get out there and vote for You're Trump right. 2020. Everybody does need to vote. By the way, Trump's not telling people not to vote. In fact, I think that to go get more people to vote is in his favor, quite frankly. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Awesome, man. Well, you're the man, Chris Dayton. You are the man. You're the man. And here's what I got to say to all of you out there, all across the land. Peace be with you. And also with you. And we <laughs> lift up our hearts. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. <laughs>